This episode of the Two Droids podcast is proudly brought to you by Who Clothing. Two droids and no questions asked. Hello and welcome to the Two Droids No Questions Asked podcast, your one-stop shop for all the latest pop culture, movie, TV and comic book news. I'm today, of course, joined by my other faithful co-host, Simo. How are you, Simo? I'm actually really good. How are you? I'm really good too. Thank you. The winter not getting you down? Oh, no. Fighting the demons? We're on the winter arc, my brother. We're on the the strong winter arc. That's it. Hence why today is a rest day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> needed after the other day that's for sure yeah a bit bit too long maybe but it was a very yeah. very good it was a good session yeah that's some two droids law yes for you right there some two droids law um anyway what did we do this week we won't tell you no you'll have to wait and see <laughs> this week we're going to be discussing the latest news of the week um not trailers there isn't any trailers no, this week my so job we're just gonna has been very easy <laughs> yeah we're just gonna skip straight over that um, and then we're going to dive into a review and discussion of Ridley Scott's latest movie, Napoleon. Uh, as always, there'll be time codes down in the description. So if you'd like to skip across to any particular segment or if you'd like to avoid spoilers, have a look and just just skip through. As long as you come back and listen once you've, you've seen it, obviously. But before we get into Napoleon, let, let, should we get into the news? Let's, let's get into your steaming hot pile of news. It is. It's just been delivered, Ooh. as always, weekly. Um, the old nerdy news bulletin that we like to call the Weekly Bugle. Now, first story this week, Simo. Mm. Good news. Good news. Mm. This news is pertaining to the cowboy hat-wearing, wolf-loving, Star Wars maniac, Dave Filoni. <laughs> He's been promoted. He's been promoted. I I, yes. I kind of got clickbaited a bit with this because <laughs> I thought when I first read it I was like oh my god is he even given full control of Lucasfilm <laughs> and I was like no he hasn't but no he hasn't um, <laughs> no so he's been made chief creative officer of Lucasfilm um, so he's still going to be reporting into Kathleen Kennedy okay um, but the whole point is is that he'll have a more uh, more control over the creative side of things sort of tying the universe together. Um, so this is more sort of early production okay. where he's going to help sort of guide narratives yeah. and characters and really build the universe up with that connectivity. So he's like, a, it kind of feels like he's on like a trial to be a Kevin Feige. Mm. It kind of feels like, yeah. it's like, let's, let's give him a little bit more rope. Let's see if he can, uh, let's see yeah. if he hangs himself with it or let's see if he somehow creates yeah. a masterpiece with it. I mean, he's, he's earned it. De- you know, he's, he he's done a lot of good stuff. It. He de- yeah, absolutely. I feel like it um, was going to be either him or John Favreau. That it was going to yeah. happen to one of them, wasn't it? Like, yeah. And I, I'm glad it's. And, I'm glad it's been Dave. Yeah, I think Filoni's the right choice out of those two. Yeah, personally, definitely. I think Fav- Favreau's great, but I think Filoni has that that deeper understanding well, of the universe. I think. Yeah, he's worked so closely with George for like. Yeah, he's. Basically, he's, he's protege. Yeah, at he, yeah. Point. He's he's his second lieutenant, if you if you will. He's his Darth Vader yeah. to the Emperor, if, yeah. you, if you will. He's Anakin Absolutely. to his Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's he's had a bit to say on it. Um, just sort of clarifying this role. Mm. Uh, he had an interview with Vanity Fair in which he said that I'm not telling people what to do, but I do feel like I'm trying to help them tell the best story that they want to tell. Uh, I, 
I need to be a help across the galaxy here, like part of the Jedi Council almost. Almost. See, he just lives and breathes it. <laughs> it lives and breathes the franchise, you know. <laughs> the almost bit, I love that. It's like, almost. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's not getting too cocky. I don't know if you saw the little bits that I've added on to the end of your little speech. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I I really like this. I think it's, this is a good... This is something that mm. I think Star Wars fans have wanted. Like, you diehard Star Wars fans have wanted. Normal Star Wars yeah. fans don't care. No, they don't know who he is. But is this going to make most like normal Star Wars fans realise that the things that they hated about Star Wars were not to do with Kathleen Kennedy? <laughs> they just, no. Like, they just don't like okay. representation in Star Wars. <laughs> no. And I mean, we've, we've spoken about the whole Kathleen Kennedy thing at, at length before, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. But she has literally produced, like, some of the biggest blockbusters of all time. Yeah. Like, she's been in this business a hell of a long time. Yeah. Like, she knows what she's doing. In fact, I think the fact that she's made this appointment This is a very good thing, yeah. Like, that she knows what he, she's doing. He knows the lore of Star Wars. He knows, yeah. Like, yeah. He invented most of it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, <laughs> he wrote it. The deep, the deep, deep lore of Star Wars. Yeah, like, yeah. Doesn't come from the movies. Like, if you watch the movies, you can watch the original trilogy. There's a little bit of lore yeah. in there, but not a lot. You watch the nah. uh, the prequels. There's a little bit of lore in there, but not a lot. Dave Filoni went with the he's the Mortis gods. Like, they're yeah. literally like yeah. the gods of the Force, and it's something that he had a very, very big hand in. And yeah, has yeah. continued to show that in Ahsoka as well. So yeah, and I think you compare his the law he brought into the law of like George Lucas, and I'd say that Filoni's probably done a bit more on the law side. Okay, just okay. like I think in terms of like really fleshing it out, because I know George Lucas a lot. It's like the whole the whole lightsaber color thing. Yeah, where the whole reason that there's law there is because. Sam Jackson wanted a purple one. Yeah. So he had to like retroactively fit the law to it, which obviously is great, but I feel like Dave Filoni's more like uh he he's taken the base and invented more. Well, I think off of that I, if that I think makes on sense. the lightsaber as well, part of it is because they couldn't film the blue in the desert, so they had to make a green yeah. one. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they had to they change had it. to make a green one for Luke because like it just didn't work. Also, I've, yeah. I've really just realized that we didn't know Yoda's lightsaber colour until the prequels. Why have I only just... No. That's just blowing my head somehow. I've not yeah, yeah. Like, oh, so yeah, that's like... The only, the only, you only really see him use his stick you, to beat up R2-D2, and that's about we it. Even, yeah, we don't... You don't see the Emperors either. You just see no. Darth Vader and Luke and Obi-Wan. Yeah, how, that's it. How is that just blown my... How have I only just, like, fully consciously realised that... Maybe because we grew up on the prequels. Yeah, maybe. So we, yeah, we are prequel babies. We always knew it, I suppose. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. Dave Filoni, good promotion, I right man for the job. And oh. I, I think it's good. Anyway, shall we move on to the next story? <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Let's move on. So the next one is—it's insane. This story, honestly. Mm. Now, are you familiar, Simo, with a director by the name of Carl Eric Rinch? I am, yes. So, famously, famously, uh, has only directed one movie, which is 47 Ronin, starring Keanu Reeves, um, which is not good. It was no. commercially and critically an absolute flop. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen um, it, but it's dreadful. 
Yeah, it's not good. No. It's really not good. Um, but Mr. Rinch, after directing 47 Ronin, yeah. um, started developing a script. Now, this script is going to be a TV show, okay. uh, sci-fi series about artificial humans, um, and then pitched it to some studios. Uh, quite a few people were interested, despite the fact that he'd only really been involved in, in one property that was a complete failure. Uh, and eventually, Netflix won the rights okay. to, to produce this TV show. I mean, they'll produce anything, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, they pumped $55 million into this show. Uh, and Carl Rinch had sort of full creative, full budgetary control um, over the whole thing. Okay. However, at time of recording... Netflix are yet to receive a single episode of the show and completed. How long ago was this that they, they greenlit? Um, I'm not sure. It, it's pretty recent. Okay. Like the, this whole story's just come out yeah. this week. Yeah. Um, and you're thinking, well, you know, it's pretty recent. Why, why is this in the news? Yeah. Why, why is this such a big story? Well, from this $55 million that Netflix gave him to, to produce this, this show, he decided that it would be better spent investing in stocks and shares and also cryptocurrency. Um, Dogecoin, particularly. <laughs> he put a hell of a lot of this money <laughs> into Dogecoin. Um, had some success on the Dogecoin, to be fair to him. Um, I can't remember the exact figures, but he, he, he managed to grow grow the money a little bit. I think from reading the article, I think he put like 14 million into it and came out with 20-something million. Um, so that bit worked, not that it's a good thing, um, but then he started spending the money, not on the TV show, yeah. but on a fleet of Rolls Royces, I like the thought, the idea that he, he bought one Rolls Royce and thought, no, 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 <laughs> I, need, I need a fleet, <laughs> more, um, and then also uh, luxury designer clothes and furniture. I mean, um, 55 million, invest in it. Okay, fair enough. But when you've been given mm. that to do a job, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe do the job instead of you know listening yeah. to fucking Matt Damon and putting it all in crypto, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I, it's just. <laughs> I think it's, it, it's worrying to me. I mean, he nearly got away with this. <laughs> if he hadn't had been buying things, if yeah. he'd have just like just, doubled the money, just, yeah, just I think it would have been fine, but. Why is no one from Netflix checking this? Like, I'm sure, obviously, he's got creative budgetary control. Yeah. But why is no one then checking in and being like, that 55 million that we put over there, um, that we we yet to receive anything from? Any any ideas where that is? Well... Any, anyone know? I don't know what the current debt is of Netflix, but... It's a lot. I don't... Like, I don't... Isn't it, like... It's pretty much a failing company, isn't it? Like, on its debts. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. like... Wouldn't surprise me if it's just terribly managed. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> you're probably right. Um, and it's just number one point: kudos, well done. I love seeing mm. a big company lose money. Although yeah. fifty-five million to Netflix, I mean, actually, they need all the money they can get. But like, yeah. it's it's clearly not a mass amount to a, a company of its size. No, but how the fuck did he get away dogecoin's quite an old thing isn't it i swear dogecoin is from quite a while yeah. ago so he's clearly been like living the high life and it's just like i just can just yeah. imagine like it's just like been working for moments like have you made that movie yet 
TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got loads of episodes. I'm on, I'm on with it. I'm with it. <gasps> you know, it's like yeah. it's like day the day before your deadline. It's like right, I need to do a ten yeah, thousand yeah. word essay. He's like shit. I need to make ten episodes in the next twenty four yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it doesn't look great on Netflix either. No, when they've put the price up in the UK twice this year. Yeah, like considerably. Uh, put the prices up, blaming the consumer for password sharing yeah. and all of this, yeah. and then you just let in like fifty-five million dollars go just slip away. and not even checking where <laughs> it's going. It's like you seem to have got your priorities a bit wrong. Like the people that are actually keeping your business afloat, yeah, we'll charge them more. But this guy, yeah, he could swan off with fifty-five million. Did he? Um, how much money did he get from putting it into crypto? So I think. He, he put in, I think, fourteen million. Okay. And I think he 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 bought out, I think, twenty seven mm. off the top of my head. But that that might be wrong. But he definitely made money back on the crypto, and then decided to spend it on Rolls Royce and designer clothes. I'd love to see him at payroll, just like <laughs> doing his yeah. expenses, just <laughs> like, <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, f- a fleet. Oh, it's just like you don't want to say the amount of Rolls Royces he's bought. He's put fleet. Dad's put fleet. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Why Rolls Royce as well? I wouldn't. Nah, nah. I don't get it. But he nearly got away with this. If it weren't for the meddling kids. But now, there's um, a few questions obviously rising about him. Yeah. Um, he's also made some interesting claims recently. Okay. Um, this was all on set as well. Like his behaviour on set from uh, people are reporting, absolutely dreadful. Like a bit of a weird guy. Okay. Um, He's claimed that he has the ability to predict lightning strikes. Um, okay. And he also claimed to have discovered COVID-19's secret transmission mechanism. Um, so the, th- this story was, was broken by the New York Times. <laughs> the New York Times wrote this story. Um, they approached him to comment and he declined, uh, saying that the article would make him look like he's lost his mind. Well, well... well. I'm sorry, Carl, but I think maybe you have. Uh, I've got. There's got. There's two avenues here. He's either lost his mind mm. or drugs. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> like, um, how how has he gotten this far up in life? Been. I don't so, know. Uh, and how? Yeah, uh, he's just thick as shit, isn't he? Clearly, like, I think so. He yeah. might be clever in his field, but he sounds like a thick bastard. Predict lightning strikes. I don't even... What? I don't even think we can say he's clever in his field because oh, yeah, he didn't make he's it. been attached to two projects, one of them bombed, <laughs> and one of them, one of them <laughs> he's not made. But yeah, this just um, this is lightning strikes and mm. COVID 19s secret transmission mechanism. What, yeah. What, what? What does that? What does that mean then? What, are you saying? Yeah, I think like <laughs> not only that. Like, if you're going to pick some things to say that you've discovered. Maybe predict something that doesn't already exist. Yeah, like, we can predict lightning because well, yeah, you, we have weather stations yeah. and and all these other things. I, I'm assuming he means and the direct like place it's going to hit. I'm assuming. I, I'm guessing. But, so. I, why do I feel but, like when he did that to figure it out, he just got like he went to the middle of a storm, put like a flagpole atop a tree, and he was like, "Lightning's yeah. going to hit there." <laughs> and when it did, he's like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like the tallest bit of metal around. He's like, oh, "As if that happened." I've done <laughs> it. I've done it. <laughs> Yeah. How'd you do that? Just... COVID-19 secret transmission mechanism. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, the thing is as well, th- this like case is still ongoing. He's now claiming that Netflix owe him money for damages. So he, he's saying that Netflix owe him $9 million US for damages. Oh, okay. I, I think I've got And it. I'm not sure how or why he's he thinks that's the case, th- given that he stole $55 million from I, them. I think I've figured it out. He's got that dog yeah. in him. <laughs> well, he's clearly got the dog in him. He's got that dog in him. He's got some bollocks, I tell you that. Fucking uh, Jesus. He, act- he actually discovered the dog. I don't know if you know that. Um, Maybe that's the COVID-19 secret transmission mechanism. Yeah. The dog. I want to know what the mechanism is. I want to know, like, yeah. Do we get it from COVID nineteen? So if I've if I've caught COVID nineteen, do I get the mechanism or tinfoil hat? Is it the mm. injection? Is it the is maybe it the injection? Mm. Who knows? Well, um, Carl, we Carl will Eric just say knows. he he knows yeah. because he discovered it. Well, yeah, yeah. If ask him, <laughs> yeah. um, we will just say we we don't want the Spotify police to come after us for misinformation. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so if you th- this is not true if you would like to learn more about covid-19 um please use a reputable source yeah. and not um not this podcast not, not the, and certainly not Carl Eric Rinch yeah. either don't just not the, ignore that guy not the Rinch that stole christmas no <laughs> oh that's good i like that yeah, one yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah so we'll we'll have to see what comes of this one um uh, I mean, if he if he gets this nine million in damages, fair play. Like he might just be the best damn pirate <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen. You know, maybe, maybe yeah, I just maybe he's just been you know he's just doing this for the boys. Maybe he's just like, hey guys, maybe like, right. If I say some stupid shit, I bet I can get Netflix to give me some money. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you won't, yeah. you won't, you won't. He's like, I'll fucking watch. <laughs> Bet, yeah. like, imagine he's on the phone like I'll make the best TV show you'll ever see you know like uh, the Wolf of Wall Street scene when he's like he's yeah, like so yeah. I can just imagine he's there just talking to Netflix and he's like it'll be the best yeah. show you'll ever see in your entire life and he's like your stocks are gonna go up and then his mate's like how the, yeah, how the yeah. hell did you do that mm. secret ingredient crime yeah <clears throat> crime and lies yeah um, yeah so we'll have to see what comes of this but just to an awful situation for, for all parties if, by the sounds of it. If he's claiming damages, like that says to me that there has been some other stuff that isn't a part of the, the news that we haven't. There must be some sort of internal squabble that we haven't seen if he's claiming I damages. I'm not sure because he's not actually like in the process of doing it. He's just he said, said he's going to. Netflix should pay me nine million in damages. Oh, okay. okay. I think the more accurate thing is that he's probably a bit of a nut job. Yeah. Oh, he's clutching at straws now to to get himself a little bit of compensation from it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I yeah. hope he's got a good legal team. Because to be fair, fuck Netflix. He can afford it. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> he's got fifty five million. Fuck Netflix. Oh, this, oh, this this is a slight sidebar. But while we're talking, mm. we spoke about the prices of Netflix, and I've I've seen a a lot of stuff on the internet this week to do with the fact that Invincible's been split. Um, and people think yeah. it's to do with monetary issues so they can get more money and stuff like that because they're going to hike the price up in January, apparently, Amazon Prime. Mm. And people, yeah. you know, like it, it just is a bit a bit sus. And uh, yeah. one thing that so- I saw someone, I saw quite a few people put it and they're like, Amazon, this is for Amazon Prime. They're like, don't forget, and by I'm not endorsing this, but mm. they're like, don't forget, I don't need Amazon Prime and Netflix to watch your shows. And it's a very good no. point. We've. I'm assuming most people that listen to this podcast. I know I have in the past. I, 
I'm not going to say anything for you because I don't want to incriminate you. But mm. I've definitely watched pirated TV. <gasps> yeah, I know. <laughs> I would never do I've, that. I've not done that. I, I have. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be a pirate, all right? I I wouldn't steal a bag and I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> but I tell you what I would oh, I would steal a, a brilliant movie. reference I would steal a movie <laughs> and it yeah just it, it is true like just I just yeah. thought I'd, while we're talking about it, I just thought I'd bring it up Netflix you do need to remember that if you keep doing this password sharing and making it more expensive we will mm. gladly click through so many ads with naked women uh, you, on it you, sorry yeah you will I would gladly will. click on little on the little x's that take me to random pages mm, for about 10 the minutes pop -ups. just so then i can then watch your whatever show you made for free in just a slightly lower resolution but it's fine yeah. because i'm going to be watching it on my phone anyway because you're netflix so. yeah yeah i just think putting all these prices up and doing all this like you just said yeah. but then they forgot who they were not they forgot what they're there for. yeah you're there to and be just, cheap like it's literally the yeah. whole point of view, and then the fact that someone can come in and take advantage of them to this degree, yeah, it's like okay, well, how how much more of this is going on then? Is the it's got a bit, are, all, yeah. are all of them doing it? Are all these Netflix original projects people are just oh, skimming a bit God. off the side? And do you know what they're gonna do now? They're gonna do make a Netflix se series about this, aren't they? About how he embezzled money. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah, um, just. A stupid situation from all parties involved, from Netflix and from Mr. R Mr. Rinch. It's, I think that's how <laughs> you're a mean one, Mr. <laughs> Rinch. <laughs> that would be the real thing to do. Yeah. Do like an animated, <laughs> an animated document documentary where it's it's him doing it. Want to see before? Give him some like pointy <laughs> shoes and. Want to see before his court case? He's like, but what will I wear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, but he saves the day. <laughs> oh, he does. In the end, the Grinch. Maybe, maybe Carl's heart will grow. <laughs> maybe he'll. Yeah. Maybe he'll go to the premiere and he'll see some poor kid who's like had to. He's had his account kicked off of him because he's password sharing with his mum. Mm. <laughs> and he's just like. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Or maybe Dogecoin picks back up again yeah. and he <laughs> he makes even more money. Drek and eats toxic um, sludge and stuff like that for his meals. Like the like the Grinch. <laughs> Damn, I've ruined the oh, joke. <laughs> right. Let's, anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so next in the news, um, this is a bit of a sensitive subject, this one. Yes. So we're going to, as much as possible, try and just keep this all above board and try and really not to, try and really hard to not indirectly yeah. offend anyone. Yeah. Now, Screen 7, which is to be the, the new the latest iteration of the Scream franchise is going through some casting changes. Yes. Um, the big one that's been reported about um, is an actress called Melissa Barrera, who has been removed uh, from the project after the production company said that the star's pro-Palestinian social media posts were anti-Semitic. Now, we're not going to read them out on this show, no. um, just because, like I said, we, we don't want to offend anyone. And we... We're, we're neither of these groups involved, yeah. so we don't want to sort of say anything that might be inaccurate or any of this because we, we don't want to offend anyone. But if you would like to read them, you can find them online. They are in, in news yeah. articles. Now, the thing with this is that obviously it's a very complicated is issue 
with Israel and Palestine. Has been for a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's very... It's a very tough one yeah, to discuss you've got without to, offending one or you, the you've other. You've got to do if buts and stuff like that constantly, haven't you? When you when you discuss this, because it's yeah, yeah. What what's happened is horrible. We're not condoning any side, and we're not saying that no, any actions no, no. that have happened on either side are, uh, are right. Because frankly, that they're, they're not. <laughs> no, um, very much so. But that does not mean that innocent normal people should be held in the, in the crossfire on that one um no but yeah so we um, don't want to we don't want to offend anyone we're, we're just here to, no. to pass the news yeah exactly um i i do think and again this is this is my personal opinion um and again really not trying to offend anyone here but i think that celebrities and famous people should be allowed to call out injustices and again not going to say who or what, but potential human rights breaches. I think war crimes. If, if they have, yeah, potential war crimes. War crimes. Yeah. I think if if they have a platform, I think they should be allowed to do that. However, that that's very nuanced in that it should be done in in a respectful yeah. way. Yeah. It shouldn't be using any sort of um, harmful stereotypes or, or that sort of thing. Um, but then I think this sort of blanket approach of on both sides, if well, you can't say that because you're this, or you can't say that because of this, it is quite a dangerous precedent yeah. to, to set. Um, and I, I think th- th- there's a lot more wider pressing issues that are part of this conflict than what one celebrity might, might have tweeted. Yeah. So the, the director of Screen 7 uh, has come out and said that they had nothing to do with this decision. This has come from the studio. Um, he actually said, you know, this whole situation sucks. It's not great. Which, you're right, yeah. is not a good situation, sort of globally at the moment. Um, but it is the studio that has made this this call. Um, now, again, we'll be really clever, uh, really clear with this. Jenna Ortega has also left Screen Seven. However, this is not in relation mm. to to this whatsoever. This is apparently a scheduling issue. Apparently, she's uh, currently filming the second season of Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and that's going to overlap, but don't want to tie her into this as part of that whole debate. And I thought they only recorded them on a Wednesday. Am, am I right? Ah, got him. Yeah, so a, a bit of a, a, a tough story to navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, trying not to offend anyone here, yeah. just to, to cover the news in the most unbiased way possible. Um, but... We'll have to see what happens with Scream 7 now and whether they're going to have to rewrite it yeah. and write her out of the story and how they're going to do that and what that's going to look like. We don't know yet. All we know is that she is not returning and she's been let go from this project. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it, you, you're right that it's... I can imagine it's not also... From a studio point, they've also got to go, okay, how does this look out? How does this look, I guess? And obviously with them yeah. they've they've for the studio they've gone it's not not in line with their guidelines it's not the first time this sort of thing's happened actors on quite a few uh, things with disney have been when they've posted stuff online yeah. that they agree with the studio's not agreed with it and then they've kicked them off i know it's a completely different issue but i'm saying yeah. it's, it's not the first time that actors and actresses have said their opinion that 
is controversial. I it is like it is a controversial yeah. top, topic, regardless of what side you're on. It is like literally mm. the definition of con- controversy. It, it's yeah, it's yeah. so polarizing. Um, yeah, the, uh, it's not the first time this has happened. Uh, I don't think it'll be the last, but yeah, uh, I agree. People should be allowed to say what they what they believe. Um, but I, I yeah, I, I'm not gonna get. I'm gonna get. Not gonna get. No. I'm not gonna touch this one with a, with a barge pole. Um, no. But yeah, that. I reckon. I reckon they'll find a way of of working around it. It's scream. It's not. It's not like it's yeah. the, the the deepest thing in the world. Like I'm, no, I'm sure. It's not. I'm sure they'll be fine. Um, the the general Ortega thing. Yeah, that that that's got to be for Wednesday. I mean, I've I've thought. Yeah. I think a lot. I've been seeing a lot of people saying anyway that I'm surprised she's doing a scream seven. Why? It, why didn't yeah. she just do Wednesday? Uh, not related to to this uh, this whole situation. But I have seen people going like, "Why is she even doing Scream anyway when she could just focus on Wednesday?" Which was Netflix's most is it next still their well apparently yeah is it, is it still their it, most watched TV series? Yeah, or it might have been like the the fastest to reach yeah. X amount so, yeah. of streams in. Yeah, I know it overtook Stranger Things. I mean, oh, it can't something. be the most watched thing because that's Red Notice. So <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah, everyone everyone across the globe with a Netflix account, I've got it on now simultaneously <laughs> watching Red Notice. What on only one screen? Oh no, I've got it there, and I've got it downstairs as well. My my family are oh, watching. Oh good, it. Say, I, they've got to watch it at least I, once a day. <laughs> I have it on every TV at all times. <laughs> I just, just you know I, I can't. I just love Red Notice that much. <laughs> I just love seeing The Rock in things. You know, I love seeing The Rock yeah. in franchises. Oh wait, <laughs> I love seeing The Rock and Ryan Reynolds playing their best characters of The Rock and Ryan. Yeah, Reynolds. yeah, they're, they're themselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're themselves in every single yeah. thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, shall we move it on? Yes, let's the next move it story. on to, to some lighter news. Yes, and that news is, <laughs> apparently, there is going to be... And this is a working title, this is one that I've... <laughs> I really like this title. <laughs> this is one that I'm, I'm sort of, um, I'm putting together yeah. myself. I'm not involved in the production yet, but there's going to be a new movie going into production very soon, which is... The Karate Kid, which I have dubbed Karate Kid into the Karateverse. I really now like I know that. what you're thinking. Why? That sounds like some sort of multiversal romp. Like what? What? What do you mean, Karate Kid into the Karateverse? Well, allegedly, Ralph Macchio, Ralph who was Macchio. the nice, yeah, nice yeah, I like yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> who is the original Karate, uh, karate Kid? Uh, yeah. Daniel LaRusso, um, I think he was I mean, called. I don't know if he's the original Karate Kid, but, you know. I'll, oh, I think he is. Zabka. <laughs> yeah. But Ralph Macchio is returning as Daniel LaRusso. Yeah. Also joining the cast is Jackie Chan ah. as his character from the reboot with Jaden Smith. Ah, from Kung Fu Kid. That's from Kung, Kung Fu, Fu Kid, Kid. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. In that movie called Karate Kid, where he doesn't teach him karate. That movie, like, because we were kids when that came out, that fried my head for ages. Because I was yeah. just like, but why? But why is it called Karate Kid? And it's like it, yeah. I couldn't fathom why it was called that. When it, I think there's literally a line in it where Jaden Smith is like, "I want you to teach me karate, Jackie Chan," and he's like, "I don't teach karate. I teach Kung Fu." I love the fact you knew Jackie Chan I was like, as well. I'm, <laughs> I'm picking up the DVD box that says Karate Kid on it. What? What do you mean? But, to be fair, I love that movie. 
I, I like it. It was it was back. I got when... it for Christmas one year, and I really really loved it. There was there was like a few years, wasn't there, where Jaden Smith was just in a lot of movies as a kid. Like... Yeah, Will Smith tried very hard yeah. to, to make him an actor. I think. Yeah. Um... Um, didn't go too well. Are you familiar with the After Earth? I story? fucking love After Earth. Like I genuinely I really enjoyed it I at the time. Absolutely. I think I I've not watched. I might rewatch it. But did you actually know the original script for that? Where it was, no. it was not. It wasn't going to be a space romp or aliens or anything like. That. It was going to be Will Smith and Jaden Smith not playing themselves, playing mm. whoever the characters were, playing each other. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I thought so. Yes, get up, Jaden. Keep my wife's name out your goddamn mouth. Oh dear. Oh. You can um, just smell the yeah, fear but, of that. I mean, but yeah, so he was um it basically it was gonna be them driving through a on a car mm. in a in a in a mountain range. They were gonna crash the mm. car and then it was gonna be Will Smith was gonna be injured in the car crash and then he was gonna mm. have to guide Jaden back to civilization to get help. Sounds, sounds like a bad. way better I think it sounds good. <laughs> I think it sounds oh, really, really good, yeah. Like a great, like a grey style movie where it's like the great. But the only problem with it again is, I guess why I get, I feel like I know why they changed it because that requires mm. Jaden Smith to do a lot of really good acting. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, After Earth was that bad that after it came out, he tried to get emancipated from his parents. <laughs> I love true story. Is that actually because true of story? After, is that actually can, because of After Earth? You can Earth? read it online. After Earth came out, did that bad, and Jaden Smith was like, "Yeah, I do not want to be a what part is, of this." What is that rated? Because like, oh, it'll be low. I think it'll be very, I, very low. I absolutely loved that movie. Like, if, we that used was, to watch it all the time. That was like as it was coming into like my film. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I always watched films as a kid, but this was like when I was getting interested in them, and like I was yeah. watching videos that explained things. Started yeah. forming opinions. This was, yeah, and, yeah. This was the. 2013, it's a 4.8 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I mean, I have God. a huge soft spot for that. And I, I, I like Jaden Smith. Yeah, I like Jaden Smith. Think, I think I think one of, he's good in Karate Kid, I'm, and I, I hope he comes back for this. I hope he has a little cameo oh, in it. Pursuit of Happiness is good with him in as well. Yeah. I, I, I still feel... He's made some good music I was going to well. say, one of my favourite things with him is when he's, like, thanking... Who's that rapper he's thanking? And he's like, I don't know how I would ever have done this without you. And then it's just like, Will Smith's just like, um. <laughs> uh, I think it was Tyler, the creator. Yeah. Uh, I don't I know think. if the, the Will Smith reply is real, but it's just funny. But, like, your dad's literally, yeah, like, yeah. a very, very famous rapper. Like... <laughs> yeah. He has, like, a wealth of resources. Yeah, it's like... Anything you could need. <laughs> Industry contacts. <laughs> like, what Probably the... got his own production company. Yeah, got a like, own studio. I don't know how I would ever have done this without you. Bro, you literally, like... Nepotism. Have had a bigger help Nepotism. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I have used the right word there. But, I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I respect, I respect him wanting to be emancipated though. After that movie, okay, yeah, because yeah, that's obviously the whole nepo thing. Yeah. Him saying, you know, I want to go out on my own and make my own name for myself. I respect that. He didn't end up doing it in the end, um, but he did try. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I hope he's in this. Um, but I think this is... I'm not sure who's asking for this. Who's asking for <laughs> well, a Karate Kid multiverse movie? Well, is it is it is it a multiverse Karate Kid movie or is it just going to be 
they they both happen in the same universe and there's going to be mm. some sort of mix could it be a mixed martial arts competition and that's how we get kung fu versus karate although is this going to cause some like absolute storm in the country of origins of these martial arts are we going to end up causing Probably. like a massive war between I'm I'm, I'm not going to guess the country because I feel like I'll get them wrong. I I think I know Mm. where they both come from, but I don't. Yeah. yeah, But like, (laughs) can you imagine like just a whole culture now, like back in this movie, like like some 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 sort of cultural war? It's like no, karate's going to win. Like fucking kung fu's going to win. I feel like if they do that, they're both going to have to draw or something because else, like you're saying that one's better than the other, and like. Well, I I don't want them to be on the same team. No, no, I want it to be. I have I I have two thoughts. I either want them against each other or I want Ralph Macchio, bear in mind he's like a 40-year-old guy now, playing the Karate Kid. And Jackie Chan is training this clearly obvious 40-year-old man. <laughs> to be a kid, yeah. He's <laughs> pretending to be a 10-year-old boy. Just put him some, like blush like, like, like his red-cheeked from freckles. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you've mastered the world of karate. Now I'm going to teach you kung fu. Oh, I want him to just so, say, stood there. Just there are my two schools. Maybe like at the end of like his competition or something, he's out, he's down and out, and you just hear like some footsteps, and it's just, mm. and then it's just Jackie Chan like offering his hand for kung fu or something. Yeah. Well, have you seen? Is it the Lost Forgotten Kingdom or Lost Kingdom with Jackie Chan? It's like one where he broke his back, like or he fractured his back filming it to do this because of the stunts. I don't think I have. Very incredible movie genuinely mm. it's it's shit but it's good yeah it's like but what was it we're called? gonna well since we have got trailers i'm gonna I'm, I'm happy to riff a little bit i think it's the forgotten kingdom and there's like a monkey king so there's a guy who watches kung fu movies and he learns how to do kung fu from this and then there's this like monkey king that's like been vanished or something and then there's like the, the forbidden king. that's it and then there's like the evil emperor that's like <laughs> trying to get the kung fu monkey's powers and then you've just got uh, Jackie Chan, who's a drunken karate master <laughs> or kung fu master. That's what he is in the karate. Yeah, game yeah. As well. yeah, literally. Yeah, it's it's genuinely incredible. And if you haven't seen this movie, watch Jet it. Jet Li is in this. Mate, it's got so many in it. It's incredible. I'm gonna have to give this a go. I think it's genuinely. If you're if you're just want, looking for something to watch on it, it's a bit goofy and it's a bit. You know, a little mm. bit like it's, it feels like an old like kung fu movie, like a fifties kung fu yeah. movie that's just been made in the modern world, it, like in the modern times. It's so good. Um, if it's terrible, then oh well, <laughs> you know. Um, but it, I, have you seen? Are you looking at any of the photos from it? Yeah, I'm just scrolling through now. The the guy from Spy Kids is in this, mate. The the fighting in it is really good. Really, it's oh yeah. I'm gonna have to watch this. I, I genuinely think you should. Um, there's like a really oh, just yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna spoil any of the fight scenes. It's yeah. It's it's Jet Li and fucking uh, <laughs> Jackie Chan. I know <laughs> Jackie. It's just oh, I'm looking at the set photos now, and it's just sending me that like this. I, how this movie's lived rent free in my head for so long. <laughs> And like, yeah, I genuinely think you'll you will love it. It's so good. Yeah. You'll like, you actually you this. actually will like it. It's uh, yeah yeah. Get it watched. But yeah, yeah. Karate Kid. Yeah. So th- there's no words yet on plot or other cast. I personally will riot if Billy Zabka 
doesn't return. Right, right. Hang on though. But who was? Because he's in. Well, he's in Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah. He was. In fact, I think both him and yeah, Ralph bro- Macho both of them are in it. Yeah, Cobra Kai. But I'm assuming that's why they've done it because Cobra Kai's. I'm assuming he's been doing well. Like it's got it's got like quite a few seasons now. Like yeah, it's got a few. But I mean, it's, um, it's owned by Netflix now, though, isn't it? Yeah, so, so it started on YouTube and then Netflix yeah, bought so the rights to it. It's just you know we're never going to know the true figures. Um, no. But, I, I I feel like I need to watch watch Cobra Kai. I haven't seen it, but I have been t- no, I've been told doesn't... the first season was really good, and then the second one was better. But then I I yeah. like, I don't know after that. Um, yeah, it it doesn't really appeal to me, honestly. It, it seems just a bit like, oh, did you grow up with the Karate Kid? Yeah. Well, now these kids who were the same age as you are now are now adults. Yeah. And they're still doing karate, I... and. I, I have more of an affinity for the the Karate Kid remake than I do the the well, original. Apparently, in Cobra Kai, they actually mm. dabble on the fact that Ralph Macchio was a bit of a bully, and that really? Zabka was like you know because he did that illegal move. Yeah, like people like apparently they they play on that quite a bit in Cobra Kai, and it's like. It, it like justice for Billy. Yeah, Zabka, justice that's for Billy. What I say, and I just like I just feel like someone was watching How I Met Your Mother and was just like, "Holy shit, that's yeah. a fucking great idea. Let's <laughs> yeah. fucking do that." They're right. Like that, that was incredible. Like I just like I, if I've got that wrong and you've watched Cobra Kai and I've got that all wrong, shut up. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> could not care. Could not care. Any less if I try. My podcast, um, not our podcast, not yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop do your own. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the last news story of this week. So, post uh, actor strike, yeah. uh, filming and production has resumed on the currently untitled Venom Three. Ooh. Now, again, why is this in the news? Why are you telling me this? Mm. Well, Thomas Hardy, Eddie Brock himself, has taken to Instagram. Has shared a lovely photo of himself with the cast and the crew, and has very, very heavily implied that this will be the last time that he plays Eddie Brock slash Venom. Mm. He referred to it as the last dance and then went on to say, thank you for all your help, all your support over these three movies. I've loved past tense working with all of you. Um, So it's looking like this is going to be the last Venom movie. Good, I say. Mm. Is it the end of Spum? I hope so. The Spider-Man cinematic universe. Yeah, I I hope hope so so. too. Um, Right, I don't think this is going to be the end of it because I don't know if you've seen. There's been rumbles in the jungle that there's, uh, you know, a little bit of a craven kind of thing there, I guess. But there's there's been mm. rumbles that the, and it it makes sense that there might there, there could potentially be a Sinister Six in the future. Oh God! What against no Spider Man? But but yeah, but is there going to be a Spider Man now? They also said that was the direct, was it Tom Hardy or was it the director of Venom Three said a few weeks ago that the next Venom will be amazing. Now surely he understands the significance of that word when it comes to Spider-Man movies. He, he can't. Yeah. I, surely he's not throwing that around. Just he's yeah. just going. Oh, it's a because you surely he'd use another word unless he's just purposely trying to be a dick and like if I say this is amazing, people will go oh, Spider Man's going to be in it and then they'll watch it. Um, I think. Can you remember when the first Morbius trailer came out? Yeah, and they oh they yeah they did that didn't they? They literally they had that it. photo of of Tobey Maguire's Spider Man yeah. 
with the word murderer written over it. Yeah. And then nothing. So, I think that Sony will use any sort of audacious marketing attempt off the back right. of Spider-Man to try and push these movies through. Tom Holland's not going to be in it. Yeah. I, I, I don't think no, there's I, any I, chance. No, I don't think it'd be Tom Holland. No. And I don't think... I don't think Andrew Garfield's getting out of bed to do Venom three. I think we're honestly. more like, I think we're more likely to get a Spider Girl or a Spider Woman to be in it. Yeah, I mean since we've seen we've seen them in Madam Web. Although yeah. again, you've you've full on got me with that point that they literally there was like two teasers of Spider Man, and also they've said mm-hmm. in the Morbius movie it's got mm-hmm. something to do with Spider Man. How do you know yeah. who Spider-Man is, you fucking, like... Well, I mean, Vulture will do, but I mean, how the hell... Like, surely Morbius should be mm. like, what? <laughs> like, who? who? Not, not just stand there like, I'm Jared Leto. Like, yeah, just like... Yeah. I. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any way that they're getting any of the Spider-Man in this. No, but... And I think... They could, could they do their if, own? Are they allowed to do their own? I'm sure they are. Probably, but will they fuck it up entirely? Right. Yes. But right, here's the thing though. Maybe they won't fuck up Spider-Man. I don't know, mate. I, yeah, but I we're saying that. We're will. saying that. But look at the Spider-Man we have we have had from Sony. Maybe mm. it's it seems like the the shortcomings, I think of the fact that they're using the wrong they're using characters without Spider-Man. Like that's why yeah. it doesn't work. Well, that's the thing. They've done how many of these movies? at this point in this Spider-Man cinematic universe without Spider-Man if they now just drop Spider-Man in to to any of these movies why would you not have done him first why would you not have introduced Spider-Man get a bit of fan backing behind it and then make all these these movies to lead towards a Sinister Six I reckon it would be an MCU contract issue yeah but I mean allegedly Venom 3 is then going to tie all of, of Spum into the MCU. But I think that makes it even worse. Because then you've got all these weird movies set at weird times. Just that... Yeah, just stop with that because you've already done that. You did that with yeah. the last Venom movie. It ended with them going to the MCU. And then at yeah. the end of Spider-Man, he just went, oh, all right. Went he back. just went back. There was nothing there. Like, there was, we, no. we've... I don't know about you, and I'm sure most people thought that on that, we'd either see Venom in the movie, or yeah. like a little bit of the symbiote would would fall off, and then would would stay, would stay there. We'd mm. see it, but it did. It did leave a little bit behind. Did it? But I think that means we're more likely to get a new Venom in the MCU. I'm, fi- I'm does, fine with that. That we're going to see this Venom in the well, MCU. So I've, I've, I've did see this week as well. Some of the original concept art for the Venom design, and one of them, mm. one some most of them were terrible, but one of yeah. them was so good. Uh, apparently, really? they didn't use it because it was like it was quite scary, but it looked and like, obviously like audiences. You've, you've got to make it appeal to audiences, but it was yeah. it was so comic accurate, like it was yeah. incredible. Did it have the spider logo? So on this one, you you just saw its face and like a bit of its like mm. shoulders. But it was the the eyes went up round and curled, like the teeth oh. were just like it had like green slime on it, and it was like they yeah. were jagged. And but the eyes were just like they were prop the proper venom eyes, and it's like oh my god, that would have been incredible. But yeah, yeah. I 
I do like I like the design of Venom. If I'm a bit honest, from the movies, I do like it. But it is it, mm. it is it is a shame that you you don't get to see the uh, just. I I just want to see a proper. Venom I just want to see story. a two stone a t- two stone a two tone. I want to see a two tone Venom. Yeah. I want Venom to come on the screen. It'd be slightly red, slightly slightly yeah. slightly blue. It's just like. I just I want a proper story. Yeah. Where it's not just him fighting another one of him. Like, I, it's him actually fighting Spider Man. I liked the first Venom. I liked the first one. Mm. Second one, I just, I just, I like the scenes with Tom Hardy and Venom. I like them. Mm. I think they're fun. Like it, it felt kind of felt like they jumped on like the Deadpool sort of. Oh, massively. Sort of high. Especially in the first one. Yeah. But it was it was nice to see a comic. It was nice to see another comic book movie that was that was. For, for older audiences it was nice yeah but then didn't they then make it a 12 <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like it was like meant to be an r-rated movie and then they just went ah oh, shit yeah. we make more money if we make it a 12 and it's like you can't try and replicate something that was a 15 and try and get the same sort no. of magic that that had and then go oh yeah. shit it won't make as much money and then jump off it because it just does not work it made a movie that just hardly made any sense and yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I I do hope this is the end of this. To be honest, I think just do it properly or don't do it at all. Stop trying to half-ass it and you know make villains, but make movies about irrelevant villains effectively and try and make them into heroes. When what makes them interesting is the fact that they're villains for Spider-Man. Yeah, not anti-heroes. And I mean, how are Venom, they going to do? Yeah, Venom, they're going to do a fine. Sinister Six. I'm gonna do a Sinister Six movie, and none of them are gonna be villains. It's like, well, what's what's sinister about you then? You just a. Uh... Like, also, one thing that's just really you just reminded me again, like Morbius with fucking with, um, bloody uh, oh my god, why is why is he come wings <laughs> vulture? There we go. <laughs> what? God, <laughs> like what? That was painful. Like vulture literally had his entire arc resolved pretty much. Yeah. In in the first Spider-Man movie, and then it just he's like this has got something to do with Spider-Man. Why? Why? You're from the MCU, and you magic yeah. happened to you, and your first point of call was saying that it was Spider-Man. Doctor Strange yeah. exists in your universe, and you're yeah. going, nah, that's that's something to do with Spider-Man. That like, and also Doctor Strange doesn't just exist in the MCU; he also exists in. Um, Tom Maguire's Basically because they everywhere. literally say the name Doctor Strange. I know it's a reference, but technically, canonically, Doctor Strange exists yeah, yeah. because they said it. Like so, yeah. Like it's not the only universe has got him. Uh, like so, even yeah. if it's a different vulture from a different universe, and they're just trying to say it looks the same, he's probably still going to know that. Like Spider-Man does not use magic. Like, no. So yeah, I I just want this to end as quick as possible. Yeah, please. Die, bomb, die. Yeah. Anyway, Simo, that's it for the news this week. That is, and no, shall... no, no trailers. So, hmm. No, nothing to talk about in the trailers. Nothing to um, talk. I think we have had a couple of big weeks with with a lot of trailers. Yeah, we've, we've been we've been cooking, we've been eating. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was going to happen eventually. Should we move on to another Sony project? Let's do that. Right after a quick word from the sponsor of this episode. Who Clothing is a fantastic new brand recently launched by two guys from Derbyshire in the UK who have a passion for sustainability, active living 
and looking damn good while you do it. Their goal is to craft fantastic products that give back to communities and individuals, all without being a burden to our planet. Their first product, the Trash Trooper Cap, is fully hand-stitched and made completely from fully recycled and upcycled materials. Who have teamed up with sustainable partner Topiku to make sure that they are actually having a positive impact and have committed to driving sustainable environmental, social and economic growth in developing communities across the globe. Now, we don't just promote anything on this show, we only promote brands and products that we actually believe in, and I can say hands down that the Trash Trooper cap is genuinely one of the best made and the comfiest products I've used all year. I wear a lot of hats, and this is now definitely the best looking one in my collection. Who are really transparent about their business practices, and if you'd like to learn more about how they operate ethically and sustainably, please do check them out on Instagram at who official clothing that is at h u official clothing and on all of the social media platforms at who official their website is also live now at www.whoofficialclothing.com that is www.huofficialclothing.com head over there grab yourself a trash trooper cap and keep your eyes peeled for some exciting future drops Check them out now and take the first step to making your wardrobe more sustainable for everyone. Thanks again to Who Clothing for sponsoring this episode. So, Sony's recent out into the cinema, Napoleon. Mm. That's what we're going to talk yeah. about today. And I tell you what, Ryan, I enjoyed it. I had a, I had a good. I, I thought it was good. I had a. I think yeah. it was a decent movie. Historically accurate. Who cares? Yeah, not we might re- touch not on that re- a bit not later really, on. Scott. But what do, you, what do you reckon happened, Ryan? What do you think the story was? Well, I'll do spoiler-free yeah. first, but we'll get into spoilers later on. Again, if you'd like to skip ahead, there's time codes down in the description. But the story, mm. it follows uh, a little-known <laughs> uh, historical figure, nice. who is, of course, Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh, it sort of follows his life. Um, so sort of his, his rise to power, uh, his relationships, his conquests, both successful and failed, um, and just sort of flushes out uh, the, the key elements of, of his life story, if you will. Um, but when we came out of the cinema, you, you were saying that how you loved Napoleon and you think he was a great guy and a really nice oh, person, yeah. didn't you? That, that, yeah, you, yeah, you absolutely. Were, you were adamant at how cool he was and how brilliant he is and that, you know. Yeah, yeah. My, he's my hero, honestly. <laughs> Um, but you know, unfortunately, I, I could never be him though no. because I'm over six foot tall. <laughs> I could be. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 about his height, actually, aren't you? Hey, <laughs> hey, five foot six was average back in those days. <laughs> so you know, Benefin. don't beat yourself Benefin. up. It's a little bit. You are about too much. <laughs> you are about four hundred years too late. <laughs> but yeah, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, but yeah, I also really enjoyed this. Mm. Um, quite long. It was again yeah. about the three hour mark, yeah. but didn't feel like three no, hours. Not at all. Not at all. I thought it, it was paced really well. There was no bits where I was like, "Oh, this is sluggish." Um, a really good balance between like action and like historical battles, and then the drama mm. side of it. it. I thought it balanced it really, really well. I mean, same with all Ridley Scott movies, shot beautifully. Yeah, incredible. Like the cinematography was incredible. Yeah. And, like, the attention to detail in the battle scenes, I thought, were, like, really, really good. 
um, not perfect. Don't get me wrong. No. But as far as like a historical biopic goes, I, th- I thought it was good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like the one thing that I'll, I'll say with the movie is uh, they they boy did they get the Napoleon hair right on on Lucky Phoenix. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I love... There's a big receding. <laughs> yeah. The, the little there. little bit he has hanging out the front. I loved it. Um, this references to memes in this movie, which like I don't yeah. know if that was did he know? I'm assuming he didn't know that there's there's references to memes in this. I, I feel like someone. I'm assuming. Not. I feel like someone's put that in there, and they and he just didn't. Yeah. I, I feel like. I mean, can, can we mention? Can I mention what the meme is? It's not. Is it a spoil? I don't think it's a spoiler. I won't mention the no, person. Go ahead. So there's there's someone that's getting arrested, um, by 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 his like by by someone's people. Someone's little police, yeah. and uh, he's he's having a meal, and he's has mm. scared the rest. He's like, "I'm just having a succulent meal." Yeah, <laughs> it's scared. very on the it's nose very, to the Australian it, guy. Yeah, it's, it's very much this is democracy manifest. Oh, yeah. Ah, yes, I see you know your judo well. Get your hand off my penis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was one of the first things I said to you when we came out of the cinema. Was like. The first third of this movie is probably the most memeable movie oh, of all time. Yeah, it's just like there are going to be so many like Alpha Sigma like Instagram reels and TikToks that come out of this. It is incredible. <laughs> is this movie too horny? It is a bit horny. It, yeah. Does does it work um, with the story though? Well, I don't think the horniness is the issue. I think the horniness is at quite a nice level. I think it's the. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I had a great time. <laughs> it was a good um, job. We were the only the, ones in the cinema. <laughs> yeah, it's more the depiction of the horniness. Yeah, that I think. Um, I think the horniness is fine. This, it's just the this, way that it's depicted, I, which this, we'll get into in spoilers. Yeah, there's there's been some uh, some some internet. Uh, trends where I've, uh, if you know yeah. on the bottom of a tiktok video it says like but the search is there's one of them yeah. that I, I do want to mention just because i never mm. thought i would ever read the words that i read and like, <laughs> I, I feel like yeah but i i really enjoyed the movie i feel like it gets it's getting a lot of hate for historical inaccuracies mm. yes right let's let's clear this up if it's a movie if you, mm. I get it. I get that if you're doing a historical biopic, you should stay as true to history as you can. But yeah, it's a movie, not a documentary. Yeah, like, and also I think it worked. I don't know if this is intentional. It might be the way I've just interpreted it. It feels like all the historical in- inaccuracies in it play in the mind of Napoleon. The things yes. that that yeah. happen in it that. We see Napoleon do that he did that he, that he didn't do in history. It very mm. much seems that in the movie he believes he did those things. Yeah, and they and it, they, they do touch they on that do. a little bit in there. And I feel like where it's very much his point yeah. of view. And and I, I I haven't looked to see if that's that's correct. Cause I, I want I wanted to do this review before we did that. I probably I don't know if that's the correct way of doing it, but I wanted to I wanted yeah. to say our like, our opinions on it and then and then see if I'm right later on. <laughs> so, yeah, but like, yeah, it, that's how I, that's how I felt when I watched it. I felt like when he like it, it's in the trailer, people have seen it. He shoots the pyramid. Mm. We all know that that clearly didn't happen because there's no cannonball no. mark on the pyramid. No, and 
but there, there is bits later on where he, Napoleon's like, oh, do you know who did this? And then people go, oh, that was this person. He's like, no, it was me. And they're like, no, yeah. no, no, it wasn't. We Napoleon. saw it earlier that it wasn't we, you. We, we know it wasn't you because you know the people yeah. who did it have told us it wasn't you. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, like, I feel oh. like a, a, a bit of that nuance has been left like missed yeah. by, by some um, some people. But I'm glad you brought this up. Um, I did a bit of research okay. for this review, okay. and let me tell you, there's a big group of people that aren't happy about this. Of course, there are. As as always, mm. that's the people of Reddit. Ah. Um, <laughs> specifically on the r slash Napoleon Reddit. Oh God! Um, just, why is there a Napoleon Reddit? I have, I have a read down it. It's basically just like war porn. Okay, okay. It's like Napoleon. Okay, I, okay I, so it's a mix between like war porn and then people are oh you should read this book or see I, this. I don't know why people um, idolize Napoleon. I don't know if that's just because I'm British and like yeah. for people who know. Like what I've done in my life, I don't know if that. Mm. Like I'm, I'm very much. I am definitely biased towards not liking yes. Napoleon. Yeah, yeah, because you love the British Empire. Because I absolutely you? love the British. You know, rule Britannia, Britannia rules the waves. You know, like, mm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I did a bit of scouring down this Long this subreddit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but if that's your opinion, sure. Um, <laughs> We have comedy under this, under this. Uh, <laughs> we have comedy. Personally, I think we should give all the sto- stolen artifacts back, but that, that's just me, Simo. If you uh, finders keepers. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the losers hey, are weeping. Hey, you, let me tell you that. You much. take over seventy-five percent of the world, and then say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, so I scoured down this Reddit because it's been popping off in the last couple of days um, with basically just hatred for this movie. Um, there was one quote in particular which I pulled out here, which comes from Vive Empoir Memes. I'm assuming that's a French person. Um, and the quote goes, Hated it. Each scene was like a half-baked cookie, full of lies and misconceptions that will permeate across the general public and make all of us look stupid for being so interested in a man they perceive to be a one-note tyrant and a brutish ogre. Joaquin was laughably bad as Bonaparte, no charm, no energy, one of the most phoned-in performances I've ever watched in my life. Right. So there's quite a few things on there. Napoleon was a tyrant. Mm. Like, he's yeah, a, he's a he well-documented... He's literally... Literally was mm-hmm. an emperor. Like, yes. I, like, just let that word sink in. Emperor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a good title. Unless you're no. a bad guy, <laughs> yeah. But Napoleon, and that's all subjective. Anyway. Was a brutish ogre. He was like, yeah. I, I don't... Right, Vive Emperor. If you're listening to this, you claim you clearly like Napoleon history, so you clearly know that he that his rise to power was due to the fact that he was very versed in artillery, and mm. at the time he was just like he. That's how he got big. Yeah. He literally used cannons on French civilians <laughs> as yeah. a way to get bigger. That is a thing he did do. Like, he did yeah. do that. He is a brute. There's evidence like, of that, yeah. A lot of people in, Fran- in, in France at that time period, and a lot of people in the world in that time period, mm. were very brutish because that was the world we lived in. Well, they lived in. We didn't yeah. live in it. You, you wish you no. lived in it, though, don't you? You always wish you could guillotine the bourgeois. Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> well... <laughs> 
<laughs> oh well, uh, yeah. They're like when, <laughs> when you say that, like he was bad as Bonaparte. Like I'm sorry, but do you actually? He wasn't. Like, we, you don't. Even as a historian, we don't know how Bonaparte actually acted. So, like, what, like, no. what? How can he be bad as a person you've never met and you've never spoken to yeah. and you've never seen? All you have done is read books that show how good Napoleon is. So then, like. Yeah. I, they, I don't. This is clearly because of Napoleon, but I am just yeah. envisioning that they are all just little men <laughs> whining yeah. on the internet, and I know that they they have a Napoleon complex. Like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I have a few issues with, with this this statement. One, Joaquin Phoenix is brilliant, yes, incredible in this. She is very, very, very good. And then the fact where it says. They make all of us look stupid for being so interested in a man they perceive to be a one-note tyrant and a brutish ogre. That's a reflection on, on you and your opinions. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't come out of this movie thinking, <laughs> those people on the r slash Napoleon subreddit, <laughs> what losers. <laughs> like that, this is this is your opinion Can't that you painted that. over yourself. Get a load of this guy, eh? <laughs> he likes Napoleon. Yeah. And like we, we also said, like both before and after... We were worried that it was going to make him look like a good guy. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't. And that's not a spoiler, I don't think. No. It it makes him look like the villain, which he was, very much so, a, a villain. And these guys seem annoyed that he wasn't painted as a hero. And it's like, well, that's... He wasn't a hero. Like you said, he murdered his own people. He, he led 175,000 men to their death by trying to invade Russia. Like, like, this is not a good guy that we're talking about here. I feel like if you're on a Napoleon subreddit, then surely you would mm. have enjoyed this movie a lot because you'd be able to see quite a lot of yourself in Napoleon as being a little cut yeah. better bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I don't fully fully agree with with that statement um but you mentioned earlier simo some some of the historical inaccuracies yeah um this has been widely spoken about um as, as both in the build-up to this movie and since its release um so some of the big ones obviously you mentioned the pyramids um in the movie um it suggested that he sort of came from nothing and he built himself up um apparently that's not true his father was actually an aristocrat See, I- um, I didn't get that in the movie. Napoleon was a Nepo baby. <laughs> nice. Um, Nepo. And he also never actually met uh, the Duke of Wellington. Um, but in the movie, he does. I, I was going to say, at some point during this, when we spoke about if, when we spoke about Napoleon, I was going to be like, yeah, ain't no Duke of Wellington. But even, even nah. as like a British person, I know that the Duke of Wellington was an arsehole to his soldiers. Like, I know he was yeah. horrible. Like, there's, like, there's, there's loads of accounts of him, like, just treating them badly yeah. and stuff like that. And there is, there is cases of Napoleon treating his soldiers well. There, there, there is a thing of that. But mm. it doesn't, doesn't mean that just because you treat your soldiers right, you're a good person. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so in, from, off, off the back of all this, this negativity, uh, Ridley Scott has been, very active in sort of firing back about this. Um, some of the key ones, some of these key quotes, um, he's told critics to get a life, <laughs> um, which I respect. Yeah. The next one, not so much. Um, he basically just went on a bit of a tirade about the French uh, as a nationality um, and was quoted as saying, the French don't even like themselves. Now, 
I, I don't want to defend him what he's saying there, but I I think it's slightly out of context, is it? Or he just said it slightly wrong. Yeah. I think he meant the French don't like the history of Napoleon. Like yeah, and then like they yeah, don't like so. they don't like their history of being like you know just cutting loads of people's heads off. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, my favorite one was that were you? It, there was one through an historian, wasn't there? Where it was like, well, oh, mm. were you there? <laughs> yeah, like, how do you know? <laughs> were you there? It's just like oh my god, he's basically just said like no you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to like, all of them. <laughs> like I respect it, but like I, I if you're gonna make a historical biopic. Be ready if yeah, you're not. You open yeah, yourself. Like up you've you've done it yourself. But I, I I do feel like it, it does tie into the movie really well. Um, yeah. But yeah. There's, yeah, and I mean, it's just yeah, it's just funny. Yeah, I, I, mean, I it. it is good. It is really good. I mean, the cast are all great. Joaquin oh, uh, Phoenix, who says brilliant. Vanessa Kirby, uh, who we actually spoke about last mm. week, rumored to play Sue Storm. She's great Very in this. Is, is Josephine, um, his his first wife, she's brilliant. Rupert Everett is, which I thought he'd been cancelled, but apparently not in Ridley Scott's eyes. Um, he's in this as the Duke of Wellington. Yeah. Um, he's good, but he has a very strange face. Just... He has this weird like smirk that he does for for the majority of the movie. Like whenever you see him, he's got this like you can't see. But imagine the face that accompanies like a. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's like a hey. That's the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the face he's doing for the majority of this movie. I'm not gonna um, lie though. When we did see throughout the entire movie, as a British person, I'm to watch the French do this and do that and do this, mm. and then and if you if you're from America or anything like this, like you, you probably think you have some sort of country rivalry. Trust me, no, there is nothing no. on this planet. There is no rivalry anywhere that. I, I, apart from the English and the Scottish, that even <laughs> touches the English, well, the Brit, the the British yeah. Isles, and the French. Yeah. There is yeah. very much natural enemies. I love France. It's just a shame it's for the French people. <laughs> that's the that's the I'm sure that is that James May. <laughs> I think that is James May. Yeah. <laughs> What is it they say? The, the French, the France is only used for one thing, and it's to get to the Alps. <laughs> yeah, it's the only purpose of France is so you can drive through it to get to Italy. <laughs> Not our views, James May's views. Take it up with I him. I love France. Uh, just to clarify, I do love France. I've spent a lot of time there, and I do really like it. <laughs> but, mm. but you know, rivalry's yeah. rivalry. Game's game. Like I loved seeing yeah, the British at the it. end. Just. Yeah. And I must say, I was a bit shocked when you took the the Union Jack out of your bag and, and um, started waving. Sorry, it mate. During I think you battle. mean the Union flag. It wasn't on a Jack, so uh, you should... to be fair though, like as there was a bit in this movie where I was, there is one thing that I was so happy with. People are talking about how historically inaccurate this movie is. However, at the start, we see the King's collar. Now, if you don't know what the King's Colour is, this is very nerdy. And that Sheldon Cooper would love this. Right, there's a, fla- oh, <laughs> there's wow. a flag at the start. So just, the- just let me switch my brain <laughs> off while I'm here talking for the next five so the, minutes. Continue. The, the King's Colour. Like, we see the, a British fort at the start of the movie. It's in the trailer as well. But you see the flag. The, the flag that they're flying is the King's Colour. So it doesn't have the red X because they didn't incorporate the Irish... Um, is it is it St. David's Cross? They didn't incorporate that into it. I, I got that wrong. I, yeah, screw it. I probably have offended someone, but yeah, like they didn't incorporate into it until later on, and then later on in the movie we get the actual Union flag. Um, we also mm. do see it 
as a Union Jack because we do see it on a, on a ship. But yeah, right. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I, I just yeah. So fuck all of you saying it's not accurate. I'd like that bit. Now, if I've got the time periods wrong on those flags, like, shoot me. Right. <laughs> well, that. <laughs> It was incredibly boring. You need to go outside. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we've lost our we've lost our viewership. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone switched off and started talking about the historic accuracy of flags. <laughs> <laughs> there was someone that liked that. However, there was someone. Well, one thing I did really enjoy well, while you were looking at flags <laughs> and you know making sure yours was folded properly in your bag, um, the costumes in this, yeah, I thought were brilliant. Yeah. There's lo- lots of like high collars and and hats and and all that sort of stuff and i thought that was all great mm. it, it felt like a proper like yeah this is a high budget period piece yeah. that, that we're watching here um yeah anyway should, should we rate it yeah let's rate it let's rate it and move it to spoilers cool so the way we rate our movies we ask the one of the oldest questions of course the only question which is the well the only one that matters mm. for the next 30 seconds which is to see or not to see. After all, that is the question, isn't it? Simon? That is the question. On this pod of so, no questions asked. Don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about that. So we're going to count down from three. We're going to say it at the same time. Um, and see what we get. Yeah. Are you ready, Simo? I was born ready. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. To see. To see. Yeah, definitely to see. Wow. Go, go, go. I think you should watch this in IMAX, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, take your dad. It's sorry. Some news just came came up about David Williams. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I was wondering if we we're gonna get a hot scoop. <laughs> yeah, um, he's still a wanker. <laughs> that's your opinion. Sorry, I thought you, I thought you liked him. <laughs> you, no, no, you said you. He's... You said you you want him to do old school Little Britain. You, that's what you said. You said you wanted yeah. old school Little Britain, but you wanted it to just be racist, is what you said. Yeah, and I, I particularly love his um, his depictions of poverty in children's books. I think they're really, really good. Although, Gangster Granny yeah. Ride at Alton Towers is pretty cool, I'm not going to mm. lie. <laughs> I, I really like the fact that he, he says that poor people are scum in, in books made for children. That's what you said. Good work. Good work, David Williams. Keep it up. I'm personally a big fan of that. Mm. Right, so... <laughs> <laughs> this movie. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Um, Let's get can into I, Can I say spoilers. my favourite quote from the entire movie? Please do. So, Napoleon walks into a room, sees his wife, and he goes... And then he starts kicking the phone going... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, right, earlier, I said the, 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 the little thread that I seen... Um, I never thought I would ever read the words "Whacking Phoenix, Raw Dog" in it. <laughs> <laughs> there are several scenes in this movie where you, you won't be ready for it. You won't be ready for it. You won't no. be naive. Listen to this. It comes out of nowhere. <laughs> but it's just, just a little man just, yeah, just full on going for him. Really, Scott makes us I'm watch. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. This is what I meant earlier yeah. when I said it. It's not. It's not the horniness. It's the execution. The, it's the depiction <laughs> yes. of the horniness. Where I don't know. I'd love to know whose idea this was. <laughs> I don't know if it's Joaquin Phoenix or if it's Ridley Scott. But basically, whenever Napoleon's horny, he he does the little meowing sound. Yeah. yeah. And he does it a lot. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't matter where him and his wife are. At one point, they sat at the dinner table, and he just starts like. 
meow, 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 meow. <laughs> and then he crawls under the dinner table and like drags her underneath it. Um, the, there's a lot of this as well, and there's a lot of like Napoleon's a horny little cook, yeah, and yeah. his wife cheats on him and he doesn't like that very much and all this sort of stuff one of my favourite bits in this movie is when you see Napoleon using a box to get on a horse because he's a small man because there's not much in this about his height no and there's some clever camera work to show that he's smaller than than some people but the only time they really call it out is when he gets on the horse and when he's in Egypt and he get he like goes he, up this step ladder so, so he can look at a mummy. Yeah, he, he, and that just cracked me he, up. Like, tries to look at the head, doesn't he? Of the mummy, like tries to look it in its eyes. And yeah, then you just like you just see him look over, and pick up a box, and then climb up it. And his mates are just like, yeah. <laughs> just like looking at him, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, but, I really like this. I really liked it. If I'm being honest, this movie, I thought that yeah, the cinematography, like you said, was great. The, the only oh, the only things so I will good. say about the pacing is just like with the Egypt scene, it just went from one thing to then we just saw mm. like i really was was hoping for the, ba- the a battle in egypt and then instead yeah. of the battle he fires a cannon at, at the um at the yeah. pyramid and then all well, of a sudden the turkish forces just go nah, <laughs> well, nah. you might be in luck what you might be in oh. luck because th- there's been a bit about this where a lot of people wanted to see his takeover of italy and all this sort of thing um but Obviously, this is co-produced by Apple TV, yeah. so it'll be released on there yeah. when it comes to streaming. It's going to be released as an extended cut with an additional 110 minutes of extra footage. Oh, my God. Yeah, is that, is uh, that, it's going to be that a good really footage, big, though? long cut. Is that like, is that, I'm hoping that's not just going to be, you know, like with, um, you look at like Revenge of the Sith and they, they, they cut out mm. scenes where it's just like they're not finished and they're not like some of yeah. them don't work and they're not very I hope it's not like that where it's just like no I I just hope it's not more meowing and yeah and right uh, sex to be honest with do you do you think that they should have cast someone else as Napoleon though no I have an idea for no. who they should have cast as Napoleon I, I don't okay I was going to say maybe Tom Cruise should have played Napoleon <laughs> Just no, if we're talking to historical actresses, I feel like the only reason not is because I love Tom Cruise, <laughs> and I think I would have come out of it thinking, "Wow, Napoleon was a great guy and a really fast runner." <laughs> Holy and shit! Actually average height. Napoleon hung onto a plane during that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I think Joaquin Phoenix is the best choice. Yeah, for this. No, yeah, definitely. Um, it was incredible. I oh god, yeah. yeah. I just, I just, I don't, is there anything bad that Joaquin Phoenix has been in? Has he been in a bad um, movie? Not that I can think of. I, I, I can't think of one. I genuinely can't. No. And Jonk is your favourite. Yeah, I mean, he is great. Yeah. Uh, no, my favourite Joaquin Phoenix movie is actually Her. Oh, okay. Which is very good if you haven't seen it. It's about Joaquin Phoenix, but he falls in love with an AI, and it's really good. My favourite um, is... But no, uh, I, I really... My favorite is uh, Napoleon. Uh, Napoleon. My favorite is uh, Wacky Phoenix plays a little cut baiter bitch. Um, <laughs> ah, <laughs> no, it's not. It's um, the new one. My favorite is uh, it's Buffalo Soldiers. Like, I don't know if you've. Mm. It's so that's so funny. There's just a scene in that where like some guys get high in a tank and just like start destroying yeah. shit in Germany. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's really good. Um, but yeah, I, I really I thought Napoleon was, was really really good. Yeah. Definitely not deserving of the level of hate no. that it's getting from the history nerds. Um, it's a movie. Really good, like I said, moves at a clip, um, really well paced, and the battle scenes 
so well Incredible. done as well. That that first the first battle scene we get when it's mm. Napoleon leading the the battle, the his his acting in that was incredible. Like you don't yeah. see him act like that in the rest of the movie because it's like he gets used to he gets more used to battle. He starts seeing it all the time, mm. and he's not he, he gets involved, but not to this. This is like yeah. his this is his make or break. If he doesn't make this, he doesn't get anywhere. Mm. And the fact that he, as soon as he charges in, cannonball to his horse. Like that was incredibly yeah. well just, done. The front of his horse just explodes. <sighs> yeah, and he's just like I really like that. And it was like as as much as I hated seeing fire rain down on the British ships, it was uh, mm. it was really cool. And yeah, it it, it was genuine. Although to be fair, we're talking about him saying that it made him look like a you know incompetent in points. That made the British look really incompetent because no one was looking out. Like no the no. way that was made, that it was like they didn't see anyone coming for ages and they were just like Ah, that noise outside would be nothing. Like, yeah, just, that's fine. Like, but I, yeah, it was, oh, it was the battle scenes were really good. Cannons, just yeah, cannons and cannons. And yeah, more cannons. You want more cannons? We'll get you more cannons. There's, there's literally scenes um, where they make more cannons because he looks at cannons yeah. and he's like, "Oh, not good cannons. I want, I want good cannons." Yeah. Um, um, no, I mean, I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, I, I can't stop talking about the battle scenes, but the battle scenes are so well done, um, and also like the you really feel like the whole revolution thing mm. as well. Yeah, the whole like French Revolution. You really like okay, yeah, I, I get this, um, and then I think the way it covers his story that he was ideally just going to be a figurehead. Yeah, yeah. because it's, of his popularity is very and was well then sort of that. thrust into power and. Actually, I kind of like the taste of this power. I'm gonna keep going yeah. with being a, a tyrant. Yeah, there was. Uh, I thought did it really well. The, literally, one of the bits in it where it's like we're gonna split the, we're gonna split it into three. Three, three of us are gonna have power, and there's they're literally mm. like by ourselves, we can't win the votes. With you, we can. Like, and it's just like, yeah, I, I really liked that. And he's yeah, and then they're like, shit. Well, he's the one that's popular. We need to put him at the top. And you see, he, he listens for the entire movie. He's getting told what he should do. And I know that's what that's what you should do as a king and and what and as an emperor you, mm. you have your advisors and they tell you what to do and you should do it. But like there's little words in there. It's like, you need to get rid of your wife. You need to get rid of your wife. You need to get rid of your wife. Yeah. And then like it's just like he he keeps it off for a while, doesn't he? And then he eventually realizes that he, he like listens. But he, yeah, like I think you're spot on on that in the movie. Whether or not mm. that's how it was meant to go in real life, I don't know. But in the movie, it's definitely portrayed that he was meant to be yeah. a puppet essentially. Yeah, accents. Mm. What we got one accent. I'm so glad you said that. We got one accent. We got like, was it one yeah. accent? I think it was. I think it was just one person yeah. in an accent. Just, just it the was one. the priest, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just the. Yeah. It was just the priest, or did the Aust- did the Austrian? No, no, sorry, the Tsar. Did the Tsar, the Tsar Alexander have an accent no. as well? No, like, the Tsar was English. I, I, I get it. I get that. Even if they did act accents, they get backlash. Some people would call them offensive. Some people would say this and that, but. I, I'd like it. I think it'd be good. I think it would have made it a bit, bit more interesting. Yeah. Other than even just, just anything to distinguish which characters are which. Yeah. Because, like, they're not doing American accents, but they're all doing British accents. Yeah, it's just very classic. British, and then it's isn't like, it? okay, well, who, who's who then? Like, you know, are you, are you French? Are you not French? Are you yeah. Austrian? I don't yeah, know. If you don't know the flag, genuinely, actually, if you don't know the flags mm. of these countries, when you go in, you aren't 
you you are not going to know and they're not because they don't they're not modern flags either. no they're, yeah they're, they're the traditional flags like you aren't you mm. you are, maybe i'm right on the flag bit maybe like maybe i was right to have an interest because <laughs> like I, at least i knew who the fuck everyone was like they do, yeah, they do show the names at the bottom and they do say like where they're from but like that's it. You get, you get it once, and then like two hours, yeah. and then like yeah, like an hour and a half later, when you've just been watching a, a completely different thing that you're more intrigued in, all of a sudden he's sat there asking someone to fight with him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll fight with you." And then sneakily they turn around, and they go, "Actually, ah, you know, I reckon I'll go and trade with the British." Actually, <laughs> also one thing, yeah, the Cossacks. The inclusion of the Cossacks in this was incredible. Mm. I that was that was so. There's, there's a bit with it. Um, the Napoleon's got his little convoy going into going into Russia, and then you just see a little Cossack on the hill, implements a little bit of Napoleon's tactics, but mixed with guerrilla warfare, and it's so yeah. well made. And then like they, by the time that the reinforcements get up there, they've they, they've just hammered them all to trees and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's just it's just so cool. Um, but yeah, the accents really, really, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd have liked to have seen a bit a bit more. On, on the accents than what we got. I would have liked to have seen uh, like Joaquin Phoenix doing like, oh, <laughs> I am Napoleon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just really leaning. Yeah, 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 like full on. I wanted to see Napoleon <laughs> walking around with onions around his neck. <laughs> Just like a baguette yeah, in hand. Like, a beret. Yeah, like, instead of a sword, a baguette. He's just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sacre bleu. En <laughs> détente. Oh, dear. Anyway, shall we move it on? Yes, let's move it on. Yeah, to in conclusion, Napoleon is good. Go and see it. Take your father or other male relative who enjoy it. Yeah, I wouldn't take your mum. It'd be very no, awkward. It's not a mum movie, no. unless yeah. you like watching. Not a mum movie. People get raw dogs. Why you sound like seeing your mum? I guess that's what you. The think. next segment of the show. Uh, is called Between Two Droids. Um, and in this part, what we do, we each come armed with a hot take. Mm. That could be one that's uh, an opinion of ours, or an opinion we've been sent, or an opinion that we found online. We're taking in turns to run through our hot take, um, and then decide what we think. Mm. Um, as always, if there's any hot takes you'd like us to discuss, make sure you send them in. Or if you disagree or agree with us for any reason, let us know. Now, Simo, do you want to go first? Or do you want I me do, to go yeah, first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. But I'll, I just want to oh, say that we actually had feeling confident. We had someone message in um, about our avatar takes, and mm. um, we were told that we were very, very off the mark on quite a lot of our stuff. I'm not going to mention the names of the people who messaged in. Um, I, I'll, I'll tell you off off air. Begins with a C and ends in a B. Uh, and uh, apparently we were. I'll tell you afterwards. And apparently we were. Um, I'm just trying to think of who that <laughs> yeah, could be. Uh, apparently we were quite off the off the mark. And if we we should learn some more about Avatar, apparently. Um, but I I I'm, I'm, I'll die on this hill that whatever we said was right. Uh, no, you're wrong. Um, I mean, I did corroborate my my Avatar facts. Yeah. After. Yeah. In that Uncle Iroh Uncle Iroh is is good. Yeah. And that. They agreed. Mm. So oh, was that, it must be talking about you. Yeah. Although I think that might, was that not the week before's episode. Um, but I, it, oh, it, it, it was it, it was sent in the past week. Uh, but yeah. So my <laughs> my hot take, uh, quite relevant um, as with the, the the most recent episode of Doctor Who has just aired, um, and I think mm-hmm. it's accessible everywhere in the world now. I think everyone can watch it. Now. Yes. Yeah. It um, is, yeah. I mean, if you couldn't VPN, um, although I'm not telling you to do yeah. that. Uh, yeah. So. My hot take is that the Doctor, 
from Doctor Who, mm. not just a random doctor, um, should have yeah. one or two companions. Any more, and I feel like it dilutes the relationships, and I think it's just... It's a TV series that's an hour long, or, well, thereabouts, an hour long, sometimes short, sometimes a bit longer. You, we don't have enough time to, 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 to do all that. I just want to see the Doctor and his companion do cool stuff. I don't want to see yeah. a million different people that are meant to be his companion just all... It, no. Shut up. Get, <laughs> one is enough. One, I love it when it's one. One is brilliant. Yeah. When you have two, yeah, fine. Every now and then. Any more than that, mm. if as long as it's like... The reason why I kind of play with this hot take a little bit is because I really like Captain Jack uh, and, and the yeah. inclusions like that. But Just a shame about John Barrowman. Yeah. Uh, but I just... No, one. Just have one. Just, just, just have one. Yeah. I think I actually agree with you on this one. Mm. I think... It works when they have one one mainstay. Yeah, one mainstay. And then when they have another one that jumps in and out occasionally, yeah. like Matt Smith's first season with Rory and Amy, where Amy's the companion, uh, Rory sometimes gets picked up and comes along for the ride. And I think once those characters are like developed, because eventually those two became the companions yeah. and they were in every episode, but it made sense because they developed it as part of the story yeah. that the husband and wife... Yeah and that they've been through all of this as a couple with the Doctor as, like, the trio. That makes sense. But I know, like, like Jodie Whittaker's uh, run... Yes. ...when she had three permanent ones, and it is a bit much, especially when they're just, like, human characters. Yeah, yeah. Them versus the Doctor, because it's like, well, you're just there as, like, damsels in distress, basically. Yeah, they're just... Yeah. You, you've not... And they're all from the same time I, I, period as well. I do agree well. with you. Like, it's, like you're yeah. all... Like, you don't have to be from the same time period when you're the doctor, but you can literally go at any point mm. in time. But also, oh, there's, a, there's a thing I was I'm on the doctor. I should probably say that. No, I was saying now. Fuck it. I'm going to say it now. It's not to do with the episode. Mm. It's just I don't know if it, 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 you you know more about Doctor Two than I do. So this is, this is more of a question. Correct. This is me asking a genuine question about this is law. Mm. I want to know something about the law of Doctor Who now. Obviously, in in Doctor Who, there's already established that I'm pulling a very smug the, face right the, now. There's points in time that are, that are stuck. That this has been this has been said. It is known mm-hmm. that there's points in time that mm-hmm. are stuck. But yet, the doc, obviously, there's always he always ends up going against the same foes sometimes from that are somehow in different time periods and here and there. So is the Doctor? And I, I guess he technically kind of is. Because he's the last this time. This is a very Lord. long question. But is he essentially the one who he rem- is he the one who remains, and is he kind of doing an Into the Spider Verse where he's making sure that canon events happen? So, yes and no. He, he is effectively the one uh, he who remains, or they who remains. They who remains. I, I should Sorry. say. They who remains. Yeah. Um, but I don't. It's not an alternate timeline thing. It's yeah. all part of the same timeline. Yeah. But he is effectively like the, the guardian of, of time. Because that's surely established. If he's done all of these acts, then surely like he should have won. Like he should have won. I get yeah. I am not I'm now going into a paradox there, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> Yeah, I think you you're gonna kill it for yourself yeah. if you keep going down. <laughs> I'll that go route. cross eyed before um, I figure it out anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I I do agree with your hot yeah. take. Um, on the companions. Um, now, my hot take this week. Um, I again 
went to the the good people of Reddit. Nice. That we slagged them. off for like a good portion yeah. of this this podcast. Uh, so only some of them. Yeah, only o- the, only the freaks one. on the R slash Napoleon. <laughs> you little nerds, go Come for touch us. some grass Come for, for us. Come on. <laughs> um, but I was scouring through Reddit and I found one that uh, I-, I thought was worth mentioning. So this is from a user called Fairy Stories on Reddit, okay. and the hot take is as follows: I think Pixar movies are soulless risk-averse products made with the assumption that their audience are stupid or unimaginative. Now, I don't think this has always been the case. I grew up on Pixar movies. They've got soul. Yeah. I think that modern Pixar movies are seriously lacking this. Now, there's one that I, I, I'm going to back on straight away. You mentioned the, mm-hmm. the word, they've got soul. Have you watched mm-hmm. Soul? I've seen bits of very Soul, good, but not genuinely. The whole thing. I've heard it's, it's very it's good. It's very, very good. Like I, I watched it. Mm. I was a bit. I was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to watch this. Um, mm. But uh, you know, I, I watched it with someone else, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, mm. I thought it, it had, it had Soul, but the, the story in it was really, yeah. really good. Richard Iwadi's in it. Um, oh wow! I love Richard Iwadi. Who is actually my first choice for the next Doctor? I'm actually not going to say anything about Richard Iowardi because is he actually a good guy? Oh, I saw this mm, recently. Is he? Um, is he not? I think. I think yeah. I think he is. I hope he is. I think that was a lot of blown blown out. Yeah, of I, I hope he is. I really hope he is because like I I do really like his stuff. And if if it turns out yeah. he's not, it's just like it'd be like I'd be like. A smaller version of if David Rattenborough came out to be a nonce or something, you know, and you're just like, oh, for God's sake. I really hope I, not. God, I really, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm related to him. I don't want to be dragged down oh, by... God, don't do this. Uh, don't do the twice removed. <laughs> it's true. Here's some more love for you. Uh, David Attenborough was my nanan's 10th cousin. God rest his soul. Rest in peace. Um, so, technically, I am David Attenborough's 10th cousin, twice removed. So reach out, David, because I need paying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where's these royalty checks? Come on. Yes, it was Soul. <laughs> I mm. really enjoyed it. I thought the premise of it's really good, where like he dies and then somehow comes back, but it's all to do with music, and there's, a real, there's some really touching points in it. Mm. But having said that, since that one, I have... Yeah. We've seen a Pixar movie in the cinema recently. Yeah, it was not good. It it was not good no. whatsoever. Um, I think a lot of the modern ones are very much this, which is soulless, risk averse, and made for an audience. Because I I feel like kids nowadays aren't watching Pixar. Yeah, it's mainly adults that grew up with Pixar that never grew up and are still watching them. Um, obviously. A portion of it will be kids, obviously, that's, you know, uh, daft to say otherwise. But, like, the one that we saw, for example, was really, really bad. It did really well, though. You look at, like... Did it not do really well? It, it, it did, yeah. But then, you look at, like, a lot of it, a lot of them are sequels that are uncalled for. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've spoken about it before, I don't know if we've mentioned it on the pod, the fact that I refuse to acknowledge Toy Story 4 yeah, exists. No. 3. Because was... Toy Story 3... Such a brilliant ending, and so emotional as well. Yeah. Well, I, I tear up now when I watch it, and they're all holding the, hands. Don't mention the furnace. 
they're in the furnace and they're holding hands and I'm sat there and I'm getting a little bit weepy. But why do another? Because it's money. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, money. money. Well, Money-led projects, nine times out of ten, are soulless and are risk-averse. Like, I mean... Yeah, it's just... You just think back, Nemo, Toy yeah. Story. Them two, yeah. are, they are they are the, the main... The main th- well, Cars Invincible, 1 and 2. Invincible, Incredibles. Like, yeah. Just, and then now we've got, oh, I'm, I'm an element and I'm fire. Okay. Yeah. Like, what? Like, what? Okay. Like, the, yeah, the things cool. that we used to have were like... They were, they were just, I don't know, they just felt more real. Simo, should we move it on to the next segment of the show? I think we should. Which is, of course, what we're watching. So, what have you been watching? So, I've week? actually, yeah, I've actually been watching a bit of a wholesome sort of YouTube channel this past week. Nice. Um, now, a lot of you might have heard of this person. A lot of you might I've been have on seen a different it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched, I've been mainly watching Outdoor Boys on YouTube. Um, oh, now, this it's so good. it's informative, it's funny, it's relaxing to watch and it's just really nice seeing a person on it who and if he turns out to be weird in any other way then i'm sorry but he's he's genuinely a really nice guy the fact that he does videos Mm. with his whole family the way he's like the things he's teaching his kids on there and the fact that he's teaching other people what they can do with their kids when they want to go camping and what he can and can't do and stuff like that it's really really good go and watch it um, you just survival in like the Alaskan uh, bush. He goes into the Arctic tundra. He does fishing, spear mm. fishing, caving. It's it's really cool. If you have if you like anything adventurous, watch it. Even if you don't, just just it's it's really really good. Um, you also learn some cooking on it as well. Um, I've also watched the new Doctor Who episode as well as um, an old Lewis, Cap- Lewis Capaldi, Peter Capaldi one, um, which was heaven. Is it heaven? Heaven sent. Um, it is. It's a classic. Very very good. Um, just incredibly well made. So, uh, if you're just looking for something to just watch, quick as like a sort of a one-time thing, watch Heaven Sent, incredible, and the new Doctor Who. And I've also watched the most recent Invincible. Nice. Um, yeah. So I, I also did Doctor Who and Invincible. Um, we are going to do an episode on both of those. Yeah. We'll probably designate a whole episode to each of them um, once they're all out. Um, I think it'll just break it up if we do yeah. it week by week i think yeah. and also for spoilers we want to do the whole thing uh, so i watched those two i watched a documentary okay. which was actually recommended to me by my brother um called last stop larimar which is it's crazy story uh it's a documentary about this very very small town um near darwin in australia okay. where there's literally i think it's either 11 or 12 residents of, oh, wow. of this town and one of them was murdered. Okay. So then it's very much like, well, it was it was fucking one of his <laughs> <laughs> sort of thing. Um, so the documentary follows that, and that's crazy. There's loads of like twists and turns, and I know who I think did it, but I'd like to watch it and tell me tell me who you think. Are you maybe on next week? Are you telling me there has been a murder? <laughs> a murder. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, yes, yeah, so I watched that. Um, and then I also watched um, Logan Lucky, which is so a movie good. from a few years it's ago. So good, isn't it? Um, incredible cast, mm. like Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, them two are brilliant. Uh, Daniel together, Craig, is like brothers, like oh, yeah. so good. Uh, Sebastian Stan is in it for for a little minute. 
uh, Seth MacFarlane's in it. Um, oh, so good. Hilary Swank is in it. it. It's it's such a good cast. It's so good and so entertaining. Daniel Craig, um, I, I really liked him in it. Like, his his yeah, accent so just sent me though. His accent sends me in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't feel <laughs> yeah. right. Um, but a really really well made movie. Um, for as a heist movie as well. Oh, yeah, really yeah. really good. I really like the way they do uh, the heist yeah. in that as well. Like it's the, the way yeah. it actually it goes through is really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's about all I've watched this week. Lovely. But a, a bit of a different crime-ridden vibe compared to your lovely wholesome. Yeah, I genuinely boys. like. I, I ended up like I set. I was setting my room up really nice and like calmingly lit, mm. and then I was just sitting in bed and was watching a guy survive. Like <laughs> I'm there having a nice relaxing time, and he's literally in the middle of nowhere starving. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, ah, this is the life. <laughs> but he enjoys it. Um, now, Simmer. Mm. The next segment of the show is, of course, some questions asked. Yes. The opportunity on this No Questions Asked podcast where we let viewers ask us a question. Now, I've actually stolen this question ah. uh, from a rival podcast. So, so no one asked this. Um, <laughs> no. Um, but this is from uh, the Escape podcast. Because no one asked. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is from... This question was featured on the Escape podcast... Um, two guys in the States, really good, check them out, um, let them know that we sent you to them as well, um, that'd be great, and the question that they asked each other is, would, I'll, I'll paint the scene for you, yeah. you're a, you're a low level crook, okay. you're a criminal, so I'm playing your you've life, just snatched, yeah, you've just snatched a purse off an old woman, okay, I've got the purse, right, yeah. you're belting off down the road, wait, wait, then, am I wearing... Am I like a, a hamburger? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm running. Yeah. Okay. I'm a hamburger. And in the scenario, you are as well. Okay. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Both that and real life. So you've just snatched a purse. You're running down the mm, street. See, I've got this hamburger. I want to ask you, what would you be more scared of? Okay. As a criminal. Okay. Who'd I be more scared of? Batman, I, I... who is smiling. Okay. Or Spider-Man, that is no longer quipping and talking. Which one would scare you more, knowing that they've just seen you snatch a purse, a purse off an old lady? In that moment, there and then, I don't think it matters mm. which one it is. Well, you've got to um, pick one or the other, Simo. I, 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 I feel like I'd rather have Spider-Man who stopped talking, because mm. it's not going to last very long. Whereas yeah, true. Batman, who is smiling... Oh wait! When you say mm. when we say Batman who's smiling, are we saying the Batman who laughs? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Just oh, oh, normal Batman. Fucking Spider-Man. But he's smiling. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. Then. If that was Batman, if that was the Batman who laughs, then I'd be like, "Fuck it, yeah. whoa, nah, mate, I, I'm no, taking no, no. Spider-Man." Not him, because I know it's going to be quick. <laughs> the, he, he's yeah. going to he's going to make me but kill my the question family. Isn't, <laughs> like, <laughs> the question isn't who's going to kill you fastest. Yeah. It's what would which one would scare you most? I feel like. I feel like it'd probably be Batman, because Batman, mm. the whole point of him is like he's meant to be his fear. fear. Um, but I feel, I, do I know of these people in this universe? Do I know of them? Yeah. Okay. I think it'd probably be Spider-Man that stopped quipping, because I know that it's mm. gonna. He's not. He's, he's not gonna pull his punch, and this man is yeah. like one of the most. In, one, of, one of the most impact, powerful people, like there's ever yeah. been. <laughs> he's just gonna. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I think I agree. I think I'd be more scared of, of Spider Man. Just I feel like 
Batman's a psycho anyway. Yeah. So then yeah. him smiling a bit. And not only that, he's probably going to be like, he only comes out at night time. So I'm probably not even going to see him smiling. Or he's probably set off a little like smoke grenade or something. So I can't yeah. even see him. Yeah. And I feel like Spider-Man has that like otherworldly thing. Creepy. Where, cause creepy. It, because of his powers. Yeah. Yeah, like, he could drop down or he could be, like, on a wall or something. Like if you've played the game. And if he's just... You've definitely done yeah. a little night one where you've, you've like, got you've hung all the bad guys up and you're just there, like... Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I, I think I think Spider-Man as yeah. well. I agree. Uh, but let us know what you think down mm. below. Now, Simo, we've got another review. Ooh, we've got a review. <laughs> yeah. Did you know... That it's that easy, you can just do it in app on whatever podcast catcher you're listening to. See, I, I did know that, but I feel like if you're going to leave one, I think you should do it on Apple Podcasts, and then you can leave a full yeah. written one. Yeah, you can really let us know what you and think. we might um, read it out on the podcast. We might do. Now, this is a five-star review from someone with a very interesting username, which is W-R-R-T-Y-Y-Y-T-R-W. I don't know if that's supposed to be pronounced, I'm assuming not who gave us a five-star rating and said, Unreal! I've listened to a lot of pods in my time, but these two are a different gravy. Get strapped in and enjoy the ride. You'll find yourself listening to one after another and then still wanting more. Well. well thank you very much yeah, for that review, W-R-R-T-Y-Y-Y-T-R-W. We really appreciate it. If this is your first episode listening, then you've got a huge back catalogue of five more episodes. So... <laughs> get, get a listen to it. And, and if you, this is the first one you've listened to they're, they're just going to get worse in quality so I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> as we just slowly descend yeah. and, into anarchy and lose our yeah. minds but um, but yeah thank you very much for the review make sure to leave one as we said before it's so easy you can even do it in app you don't even have to close it you know while you're playing chuck a five star review yeah, on you there you know well. you want to and then to. tell your friends about it and get them to do the same you know, because that is absolutely the only way we get this podcast reached to more people is by telling your friends and leaving reviews. Mm. So, yeah, it, it is great, greatly appreciated. It really is. Now, Simo, is that the show? That is the show. Wow, That's all of it. It's done. Finito. But there's one more thing. There we go. There's <gasps> one more thing. Now. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, so if you want to send in any questions, any reviews, any hot takes, send them through to our two joys podcast at gmail.com. Now that's the number two joys podcast at gmail.com or the two joys pod everywhere else. That's including Reddit, Twitter, I think TikTok, and any TikTok, Instagram, and all your other socials. All of them. We are the two joys pod everywhere except for Gmail. We'll be the two joys podcast at gmail.com absolutely we are thank you for listening yeah thank you very much as always and thank you to you Simon. yeah uh, well, f- thank you for you because i didn't have to do any trailers this week so this is <laughs> yeah <laughs> i should be thanking the studios <laughs> they really yeah. uh, really saved me on that one uh <laughs> thank you the guys at the studio um yeah um Anyway, thank you very much for listening. And of course, thanks again to Who Clothing for sponsoring this video. Make sure you check those guys out. And we will see you next week. Yeah. Bye.